You're listening to the County Life Podcast with Chris Ridgway and Martin Johnston. Start the podcast as ever with Chris's weekly interview with County Manager Jim Gannon. Well, Jim, it's a Thursday evening, no Saturday game to look back on. But uh, before we start looking ahead to FC United, let's just have a quick chat about last Saturday. Was it a bit frustrating for yourself having the game called off? Yeah, especially it was quite strange the circumstances. Um, I was called in at half one with the uh, the other manager Dino, um, expecting the referee to say, "Look, he's got I've got some concerns, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that." But let's crack on. But um, referee was adamant the game was off. Um, I thought there was plenty of time with the weather the way it was for us to just do a little bit of work and let it dry out a bit. But referee seemed keen on getting the game off um, and and quite quite early, and especially with Nuneaton already being here. I thought it was. Really poor uh, practice. We've just been having a quick chat off there, and I was saying one thing that's really annoyed me about the game, and I'm sure many others, is for ages County had played this one extra game, and we couldn't really look at the league table because we this extra game. Now we're a game behind everybody because because of this. That that must be frustrating for you. I think that's just the nature of the way the league table is going to be for the next, uh, especially for the next month. Um, obviously ourselves and Brackley and. Uh, Spennymore and Harrogate have all been quite involved with the FA Trophy. Um, so Spennymore are even further behind than us. us. Uh, then you've got all these games that have been called off. Um, I think the league's trying to rapidly get them played as soon as because what you don't want is another period of bad weather and games going into midweek in the end of March and April. Um, yeah, so it's going to be like this until we get through probably to Easter and then I'd imagine after Easter it would just be four games to go and if you like, there'd be a level playing field. But from our perspective, it was I was keen to get the game on uh, Tuesday, get the, the rearranged game in as soon as possible because I wanted to go into the Brackley game with um, some good points on the board and us being in a solid league position because that's uh, as high a priority as beating Brackley. Trying to put a bit of a positive spin on it, was it good for the players to have the little bit of the longer rest? Because obviously Tuesday, the Tuesday before against Mainhead, it was so tiring on the lads. The lads had put in such a, a big shift. Maybe a game off wasn't the worst thing in the world if we're trying to put a positive thing on it. Yeah, um, yeah, we, we had a couple of issues going into the game. I think we had five players that would have been playing. We had a really strong side. I think, uh, if I'm right in saying it, would probably have been um, the team that had played York. Um, we also had Reese Turner on the bench. So I was really confident going into the game. We did have a couple of players um, that were doubts, but we didn't have to find out on Saturday. And we had five players that would have played the 128 minutes that was um, required them on Tuesday. So they were they were feeling sore and tired. But we'd done the recovery well. So, I, I, yeah, when you have that sort of game and you're going into a, what's going to be a heavy pitch. Um, but, yeah, the positives probably are that those players got a full recovery uh, the one or two that had little niggles and knocks uh, got through them at the weekend. Um, and also, um, you know, a saving grace is probably that the pitch wasn't played on because it would have been uh, damaged even further than it you know, currently is. Another positive to come out of Saturday, and we did briefly speak about it last week, was Matty Warburton signed a new deal and that was announced on Saturday. It's going to be good to have Matty around for next season. Yeah, no, um, and I think it was uh, an important one as well because um, obviously there's been a lot of talk about what training structure we have next year. Um, it's not It's not about next year. We're already doing it. We've already got lads in Monday morning and Monday evening. Uh, I think we had uh, as many as 12 training this Monday, um, which is really, really positive. And that, that extra training is going to pay off um, over the course of this season and into next year. Um, obviously, con- 
negotiations was a little bit more difficult for those lads who were perhaps given up work on a Monday and we were trying to look after them because they're the players that we see potentially being committing more time to us this season and maybe going full-time the following season. Um, but I, I was sending a message out with Matty that if you're a really good part-time player, there's still a place for you within our structures and uh, I'm no better player than Matty at the moment. Um, uh, you know, it was one of my first signings last year and um, I was really keen to get him involved with us uh, for next season. And um, yeah, it was a really positive move on, on the back of the likes of Dan and Adam and having Jimmy Ball and Darren Stevenson and Sam Minahan all signed up for next year. So the squad's starting to take shape for next season as well as this season. Obviously, next game, FC United, we'll speak about them in a moment. But how are the players now after after that long rest, after the, the real battle against Maidenhead? What, what's, what's the physical state of the lads like now? Well, we, we trained on Saturday. Uh, there was only one player who wanted to sit out training on Saturday, but we trained on Saturday. Um, thankfully, Aquinas let us use the pitch uh, Saturday afternoon, so we were able to go down our match kit and get a good session put on. Um, and I think that just got like the, the little bit of fatigue and a little bit of rustiness out of the players. And then Tuesday night, they were fantastic. It was probably one of the best training sessions I've seen. Uh, tonight, we took it down a little bit of an arch and we talked more tactical and did more set plays. We had a couple of players... Uh, not coming tonight because of illness, so that, that's an ongoing concern, I think, with most households and workplaces and uh, clubs at this stage of the year with the kind of the gremlins and the uh, and the grimes that are going round. Um, so, but I think both of those players will be fit for Saturday. Uh, squad's looking strong. The first eleven looks really strong. Some difficult choices between players with uh, the likes of Jamie Stop fit, the likes of Reese Turner fit. So, some good decisions. Um, but yeah, a, a, a very healthy squad. The, the only player that will be missing is, is Harry Winter, uh, who's obviously picked up a suspension. Turning the attention then to FC United, uh, a lot happened earlier in the season against FC, and we know what happened there, but a lot of water's gone under the bridge since then. I think Saturday's got the... I mean, there's obviously going to be atmosphere between the fans, but I think two teams who really, in good veins of form, and it could be an interesting game on Saturday. Yeah, I, I think um, the, the FA Cup duel was a, a strange one, a, a real... Emotional roller coaster left us flat. Uh, I think we we very much put that to bed when we had FC United here in the league, and um, we showed what we we're about, and we won that game four one. Um, and that was about just purely being strong, um, you know, and pressing high up the pitch and being ruthless. And um, so we did that in the home game, um, and that was a, perhaps in the long run was more valuable those three points to us than than um, than you know that FA Cup game. Uh, from our perspective, um, you know, whatever the, the last three games have brought, we're going to FC United, uh, looking at the league table. It's a game we, we're, we're desperate to win, we want to win. And um, if we perform as well as we have in the last three games, then we're capable of winning. FC United themselves are in really good form. Uh, they changed their shape and, and teams found it difficult to score against them. And they've always got a goal threat in, in the players they have. Um, I was at the game against Chorley and it was probably not a fair reflection of both teams' abilities. Um, you know, it was a bit of a stale game. Um, but um, I'm sure FC United, good good crowd, good atmosphere, a couple of players coming back, um, a full week empty uh, to prepare for this game. I think it's uh, it's going to be a game with a lot more energy and a lot more excitement, I guess. On that point, then, you mentioned the fans being there. Stockwell County have sold out uh, their allocation of tickets. And you mentioned Harry Winter's going to be out. So the players are going to see this as an opportunity not just to get back into your plans if there's only a couple of midfield spaces, but to also be involved in that atmosphere, that crackling, melting pot, if you like. What's it like for a player to be on a playing field like that? Well, I think our lads are, are used to it here at Edgley Park. Um, you know, we've had some fantastic crowds in recent weeks. Um, you know, you've got the 
the bumper crowds against Salford and York, really big games, really tough games, and then slightly different one on Tuesday night with the you know lesser crowd against uh, Maidenhead, but uh, a totally different atmosphere and, and um, emotion in that game, but a really healthy crowd backing the lads. And I'm sure we're going to get that. Um, you know, FC United are in, like I said, in good form. Their fans are really up for it. We'll have eight, nine, maybe more. Uh, uh, sorry, hundred uh, fans at the game that'll be really putting, uh, you know, putting getting behind the lads and putting their fans under pressure. So uh, that's going to be a, a a nice side to the game. But I think it's going to be extremely competitive on the pitch, and, and I imagine that it'll you know break out into a really good game of football as well. Just going back a little bit, a few players that you've mentioned in the interview tonight. Let me just ask you first of all about Reese Turner. How good is it for Reese to be back around the squad because he looked electric in the the short time we saw him before he got his injury must be good for you as a manager to have him back around the training camp and, and almost ready for the playing field. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Um, slightly different type of centre forward than we've got. Uh, gives us another option up front. Um, if we get any fatigue, um, it allows us to bring on somebody that's just got, like you said, pace and directness that just becomes an, a, a secondary weapon. Um, we're a bit concerned about his overall fitness going into the uh, non-eating game, but now he's had another week's training Um a couple of days at Morecambe, a couple of days with us, and he's looking really strong. So he's a player that we'd have full confidence, not just fit, but also back up the speed. So um, so it's a really, really important uh, addition for us because we've been looking for that extra dimension up front. So it's nice to have the Jamie Stock back, giving us some strength in midfield. Um, obviously, we've, we're looking pretty good in midfield, despite the odd uh, niggle and knock and suspension, but... Uh, the squad's looking really healthy and it's uh, it's going to be really important because it's not just this game. We want to um, freshen things up and go again on Tuesday night and then Brackley on Saturday. So it's a massive week ahead for the boys. Can the fans expect to see some rotation in players with the fact you've got Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday games on the roll again? Um, it's, it's, it's going to be important because, um, you know, I don't underestimate the... Um, Sometimes when the game is really emotional and there's lots of adrenaline, players are fatigued for the next game. And if we've got an equally good player uh, available that can slot in and uh, freshen us up, but I'd, I'd imagine that'll happen. Uh, you can't plan it. You obviously take one game at a time. Um, I mean, where you first look at it is try and put your, your best 11 out. Then you try and get your best three subs on. If the best three subs come on and are better than what we started, then they're naturally in, in, in pole position to start for the next game. But we have, um, we've had some players who've done a great job for us in recent weeks that won't be starting. And I've got every confidence that if we did start them, they'll, they'll give us that extra push. Um, and I think that's going to be really important in this week because um, three massive games for us and we want to make sure that nobody's overused and nobody's underused. But uh, it won't be rotation for the sake of it. If we think it'll help uh, change uh, different dimensions, give us an element of surprise, then we'll use them. Just finally, you mentioned that it, there are some really important games coming up. Is this now, just just highlight how important this stage of the season is in general, because we've got the FA Trophy, you know, we're getting to the latter stages of that now, and the league table is starting to resemble something that something like it will do come the end of the season. This is a really important stage of the season now, isn't it? Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I always try to remind players at the start of the season that, you know, you know, you could... The start of the season is not that far away from the last game of last season where if you win that game, then three points are valuable in terms of getting you where you... And you try to remind players of that in the first game of the season because every point's important. And, um, you know, for my liking, we've dropped too many points um, so far this season. Um, I think we're not quite at that final running where every game feels like a cup final, but um, we do need to start having that mentality that every game 
is a must-win game. Uh, we got to you know go hell for leather to get three points against FC United, and then dust ourselves down Monday and go again Tuesday. And that's got to be the mentality. And that's where I think your experienced players or your strong-minded players come to the fore and start pushing the team from contenders to to real um, competitive playoff team. Jim, we're really looking forward to Saturday. We'll see you at the game. Thanks so much. So, Chris, we're here again. Unusually, um, we're we're speaking after you've spoken to Jim. Yeah. So maybe um, some of what he said will come up in in this conversation. But ultimately, last Saturday, very frustrating situation. Both managers wanted it on. The players were happy to have it on. It was a you know the play, supporters had started to arrive at the ground. Very frustrating situation. Yeah, supporters from both both sets of teams as well. So uh, you've got to feel for the non-eaten town. Uh, mob there now I've actually been doing a little bit of homework on why games get called off and what referees have to look for in pitch inspections and um, as I understand it the referee was complaining that there was standing water in the four corners of the pitch now if if that's the case um, the ref then has to make a call on whether the weather and um, the ground staff can fix that problem uh, so we obviously had just over an hour to kick off, um, an hour and fifteen minutes or so. It wasn't raining. A bit of forking in the ground could have um, helped that problem. There was also the, the the point that Jim was making in in his interview that the photographs that County took while the, just after the pitch inspection had been done didn't show any standing water. Um, it also doesn't matter if the ball doesn't bounce in those corners. It's it's whether the ball can roll in the corners, which it did roll fine. So it's very frustrating that the game was called off. And more frustrating than the fans being let down and all the rest of it is what that means now for the league table. County were in a position at the weekend where they could have gone into the, the um, playoffs if results had gone the way. A little bit of an unlikely set of results, but still nonetheless could have... We, we now find ourselves a long, long way away, albeit we've got games to play. But we, we were saying a few weeks ago, it was really annoying that the league position was a little bit false because we played a game extra than everybody. Now we're playing catch-up, again, because of things out of our hands. So, um, yeah, it did leave a little bit of a bitter taste. And it's all well and good saying if, uh, if County win their games in hand and if they win such and such a game, I think we'd rather have the points on the board. Um, uh, and we were kind of robbed of the chance to do that. Yeah, um, playing devil's advocate a bit, I think, as you said, what, one particular corner was a, a problem where the ball stuck. But that's not when you you know when you boil it down to the rules, then that's not an issue. The ball rolled, but you can see referees at this level they're ultra cautious. We know that in games because we know the, the amount of times we hear John say, or I speak to you after the game and say that should have been a red, that should have been a yellow, or that should have been a penalty. Mm. We know the refs are ultra-cautious at, at this level, so so that, you know, it wasn't a surprise that if there was a chance to call it off, it was it was going to be taken, really. It surprises me because um, it wasn't just the ref doing doing the rounds. There was a, a senior assessor or whatever they're called, plus the two assistant refs or linesmen to you and I. And, um, y- you see that going on and you think, surely a discussion... It's had that way. If it's just, if it's just one person's uh, individual decision, then you think, well, maybe you can get it wrong. But when there's four, see, you know, four trained officials walking around a pitch, surely common sense would prevail. Now, if we try and put a positive spin on it, as we said to the gaffer, 
it gave the, the players a chance to rest. You know, they were involved in an absolute battle just a few days before, 100 and uh, whatever minutes it was in total, you know, against Maidenhead, um, right down to the wire. So, OK, it's good that they got a rest. Yeah, and I, I expressed my concern about that on the podcast, saying that, you know, players at this level to play two intense games like that, it's going to show, especially in a local derby. So, you know, um, to play in the and then have to play... FC, but now, as you say, there's you know big positive that good rest, yeah. good rest now. Good. good rest gave the pitch a chance to recover, um, but like I say, we're not in a, a position where we can afford to lose momentum. So we'll just have to see how it plays out. Um, we're going to have to focus on on the, the present and the future now because ultimately, what's done is done. That that decision has been and gone. County will play next Tuesday night. Um, as a result, uh, and we go. You know, we, we look forward. It's FC United. This weekend, everybody knows about the fun and games that went on earlier this season with the FA Cup um, debacle and then uh, obviously the comments that came out around it. And To be fair to FC United, I thought, as we said at the time, positives and negatives, FC United have got a, a terrific fighting mentality. That's why they are where they are in the league, considering where they were earlier on in the season. They, the, the staff and the fans did let them down uh, when they won the FA Cup tie, which fair enough, go go nuts, go and celebrate, but throwing bottles, you know, one set of staff throwing bottles at another and sacked in the morning, all this kind of chance, which was ironic, obviously, because then it was FC United's manager that <coughs> left his post. Um, yeah, it was all much ado about nothing and... Now I think a lot of water's gone under the bridge. There will be still some. There will still be some bite from the sets of fans. You know, don't get me wrong, Jim Gannon. I'm sure uh, he's not the, the the most favourite person in that in that part of the world, and they'll love giving him some stick on the day. But ultimately, that's nothing new for for FC United Stockport County games. Yeah, and you want that. You yeah. know, you want that kind of edge. That's why, you know, that's why that fixture last year was the highest ever at yeah. this that the, you know attendance at this level of football. You know, there's two. Sets of fans who totally believe in their in their courses quite rightly. A bit of edge. It's a local derby. They're not too, doing too well this season. There's a bit of spice from extra from you know from what happened earlier in the season. So it sets up in terms of the competitive nature of the tie of the yeah. of the game. Uh, it sets it up really well. When you look at the form table, these are actually two well competing teams. You know, albeit FC have had to play catch up a little bit in this season, similar to Boston. Uh, who County will have to look at in the next few weeks as well. They're a team who strolled at the start, but since start to look quite good. Um, and I think it's, it's going to be, County are going to have the work out this weekend. And it's it's difficult saying, yeah, we had a good rest because at the same time you don't want to take too long off because you lose that buzz. That so Jim was saying in his interview last night that the train sessions this week have been some of the best he's seen because the, the lads have have had a proper rest, a thorough rest, which is what they needed. Um, but going up against FC, you can't really practice for that environment. It's something you have to kind of get used to while you're there, and it'll be interesting to see how the lads do. 100%. As you said, you referred to there, there was a great momentum and a couple of really good performances against a strong side from a higher division, you know, coming out of that. So the only thing you're losing there is momentum, but you, you would feel that the, the state of the squad, um, in terms of both playing ability, time on the pitch those that are coming back and the mentality of the squad there are all very much in County's favour for this game. Yeah, oh, a, a tremendous 
Uh, good news as well going around the club at the minute. We spoke about Adam Thomas last week. We spoke about Matty Warburton signing his new deal. Sam Minihan, uh, who we should say happy birthday to, by the way, today. Happy birthday, Sam. Um, Sam Minihan tweeting this morning that he's you know back in training, back kicking a ball, which is a huge thing. Um, and it's really kicking a ball when you're a footballer coming back from an injury that's the that's the acid test so to speak if you come back and you start kicking and feel pain then it's it's a horrible place to be but if he's coming back and saying he feels strong and he's enjoying it and he's running then then that's great news and he will be like a new signing give it a couple of weeks a month I don't know when exactly he's going to be back in the squad um, but you get the impression if he can come back to his, his blistering best then it, it's a hell of a signing Absolutely, and as you said, you know, great news uh, about Matty. Great news about Adam, and this, you know, and that's that's good news for the club because these players do not want to let go of being playing in front of these fans, playing with that manager, yeah. playing at that ground, and you know, the momentum that's there at the moment. The interesting thing for me now is, are we going to see more players sign on? Because um, Jim's made it very clear he's building he's building something here. It's not just a case of getting eleven players out week on week and ambling through game by game he's building a club we've seen him build the structure of the youth academy Simon Tubit coming through Adam Etches coming through George West coming through George West of course absolutely critical in the Maidenhead uh, FA Trophy tie so you can see what he's doing he's, he's working with the academies working with the scouts and he's building a proper long term project here uh, Adam Thomas and, and Matty Warburton are just the latest examples of players who signed on. You look around the, uh, the team as well Sam Minihans he's there next year there's a, a couple of other players I can't just think off the top of my head who are down and sorted Dan Cowan being one for next season done sorted boxed off so it'll be interesting for me to see are there going to be other players coming along that's uh, sorry uh, signing new deals you know uh, Jason would be the obvious one but then you look around and you think could we could we keep Reese? I don't know it's just it, it's 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 time for the gossip column to start if you like for me which is is great as a fan yeah absolutely and you know what it's a funny, funny time of the the year, isn't it? I think you know, with uh, having had a game called off, it's just made it so complicated now. Yeah. You know, in terms, of you, we were looking at the the table before we we started recording here, and you know, the permutations and the you know what could happen. So, the only thing you've got to hold on to is just go out and win, and that's all. That's all you yes. can do. You know, and yeah. they're well equipped to do that. Yeah, you're right, and it comes back to what we were saying before. County have been on great form recently, winning very, very tough games with players like Jamie Stott, Reese Turner and Sam Minahan out. So with the squad strengthening, uh, with those coming back in, um, you've got to fancy our chances. County, the old cliche, get stronger after Christmas. They've certainly proved that so far. Um, but these are acid tests coming up now. FC United, very, very tough game. Uh, Nuneaton, Nuneaton are going to want to give County one because although it wasn't County's fault the game was called off, they'll be sick of hearing about it and talking about it. Now mm. They'll want to come up and they'll want to give us one on Tuesday night. Then there's the FA Trophy tie against Brackley, which, as we've already seen, they're slugfests. When County and Brackley come together, they are ugly slugfest games where both teams are desperate to pip the other one. Um, so there's going to be a lot being taken out of the lads, I think, over the next couple of weeks. Like you say, a lot of Saturday, Tuesday games coming up. Um, it's the acid test, but in in the gaffer we have faith, and he's he's built a strong squad, not just a team, but a strong squad. Yeah, a strong squad to to address that kind of you know that kind of battling kind of part of the season. I mean, it, you know, if you're in contention, you're just off the playoffs, then that's what it would be anyway. But as you said, you know, with the FA Trophy replay, with the you know having to replay the Nuneaton game. 
that it is going to be a serious test for the squad, but the squad is there. So, um, into after speaking to Gaffer last night and looking at the, the way the game is and the way that squad is, how do you think the team's going to line up? It's going to be interesting. There's going to be people jostling for places. Now, last week we were saying we expected Reese Turner to be on the bench uh, because he was probably a little bit lacking match sharpness after having a few weeks off. You think now, could he maybe get a, a, a go in the first team? Jason's not scored in six games. Uh, I think it's something like three goals in 12 or something for him. So it's it's um, it's a tough spell, but you need your top scorer on the pitch. If you know The only way for him to get through it is to score. So Jim's got a decision to make there because... The way Adam Thomas, Matty Warburton and Darren Stevenson are playing, it's unthinkable dropping those. Um, we know Harry Winter's suspended, so you'd expect Jimmy and Gary, to be, Jimmy Ball and Gary Stockford to be in the middle. Jim's kind of playing this 4-2-3-1 at the minute, which is, is working, but if FC United are expected to come out and tack, do we maybe drop five in at the back and bring on O'Halloran and Duxbury? But then you've got to look at the games that are coming up and thinking you don't want to use all your defenders because... You've got Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, and if Jamie Stock can't play in the trophy, then it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of minutes on O'Halloran and Duxbury. So, there's, there's, I think there's going to be some um, uh, chopping and changing between certainly between now and this time we speak next week, because obviously there'll be two games. Um, so, I, I expect kind of four, two, three, one thing again. But um, you know, Jim, several tricks up his sleeve. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he completely saw, uh, completely did something that, that none of us saw coming. Yeah, I think Jason probably is the most interesting one there because, as I keep saying, he just needs one off his knee or uh, you know just bundle one in, the in and head, then yeah. it's in yeah. the back of his head, and it's gonna you know I'm, I'm sure the floodgates will open again. The, you know, player of his quality. That, that's you know this happens to strikers, but he just does need a goal. So to think, come off the bench and be really hungry. That's an option. But you know, do, do you? But you do, do want the ninety minutes? A really tough, tough call up. Well, when we had Matty Warburton on here the other week, um, he was saying that we know that those those two uh, they're closer than two licks of paint. They're really good, really good friends playing together. At County, those two, uh, and Matty was saying, um, oh, "I'm still six goals behind him. I'm still seven goals behind him. I'm still trying to catch him." Now, I think Jason will use that as motivation. He's seen Matty sign his new deal he's seen him closing in on that gap you know all of a sudden he was 10 goals behind him now he's only 6 and you know get a couple at the weekend and it could be 4 and that might just be the spark because this if you want to call it a slump that might be a little bit harsh but this dry spell for Jason did start while Matty was away and now Matty's back firing all cylinders maybe that's the spark Jason needs I certainly hope it is because when the guy's putting when you put the ball where Jason wants it there is no better finisher in the league I know he's not the top scorer at the minute um, but the top scorer is an absolute wardrobe, John Parking. So uh, I don't really think it's his delicacy of finishing that's got him where he is. Jason, on the other hand, is uh, clinical in front of goal. And with Sam coming back and Adam Thomas and Matthew Warburton in the squad, that will it will start clicking again. Yeah, so your player to watch is going to be one of those, or have you got your eye on someone else? I'm going to say, I'm going to say Reese Turner, um, because I expect we'll see him at some point over the two games he might start one he might come off the bench in both games um, I'd be amazed if we didn't see him at all uh, he's been out for a while but look at the form he was in before he left he was scary to watch um, putting defenders put, putting the ball past him and they just couldn't handle him he was too fast so for me Reese Turner the one to watch without a doubt Excellent and match prediction? 5-0 <laughs> county. <laughs> I'm going to go three three one county. <laughs>